to uh, Bring a Plate Election so Special. I'm Rebecca Shaw. <laughs> and I'm Peter Taggart. Back. We're here in Brisbane yeah. at Labor Headquarters. Trees, 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 trees. Sorry. Um, that's, I'm the DJ here. <laughs> Uh, um, can someone stop that skipping record of Therese? Therese, <laughs> By Sting. Um, Kevin, Kevin Rudd's wife, what's her name? Therese Gambaro. Therese. Yeah. Uh, Two rays of sunshine. She's over there. Oh, God, she's <laughs> disgusting. Put it away, Therese. <laughs> so she cannot stop eating egg and lettuce sandwiches. They're there. You don't have to eat them all. They Just are pretty they're good, there, though. They're pretty good. I'm going to have yeah. a few later. Yeah. Um, a Jessica Rudd is passed out in the bathroom. She is on the tiles, which is where I would like to be as well. Mm, it's nice and cool. Um, it's a somber, somber mood. There are a few young Labour reps scattered throughout the hall. Making out. Not in Abbott's Australia. Mm. Tony Abbott is yeah. our new Prime Minister, guys, gang. I should mention that as well as all the young Labour people, we've got Therese, the lettuce sandwich, we've got Jess, we've got those two unattractive sons as well of, of Kevin's. And he has two sons. Hey? What? He has two sons. Yeah, I said two sons. Yeah, I'm asking. I didn't know that. Look out, two sons, here we come. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, We've got another special. This is like a crossover episode, like you know when um, Adina and Patsy showed up on Roseanne that one time, or when um, that's the only reference I have. Lisa Kudrow on Mad About You and Friends. Yes. Oh my God, Ursula. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, we've got our Ursula on the show today um, from his own podcast, uh, the Stage Door. Po- is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. The stage door uh, from, from WTF. It's Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Tyson Armstrong, all the way from uh, Melbourne. Victoria. Hello. Melbourne. Hi. Hi. Um, oh. Guys, can you just let me know when you finish with the drinks? Because I've got to take the eskies back oh, before God. two. Oh, God. I forgot. So. We all we were all here last night. It was a great atmosphere mm. until like like four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> no, everyone was yeah, downhill. So excited at the concession speech. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a rocker Stedford. No more years. No more years. <laughs> I couldn't understand why everyone was excited because I was feeling sad. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like Kevin Kevin came Kevin out. <laughs> yeah, who remembers I've that guy? His name, Kevin Luau. <laughs> Yeah. He came out with a huge smile mm-hmm. plastered on his face. And he looked like a genuine smile, like he was so happy. It's got to be a relief, though, don't you think? Like he's... Well, uh, Jetstar's got some good specials on at the moment, so I'm sure he's, <laughs> he's off to Bali for a couple of weeks. <laughs> now I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, it was great. So what did you think of the concession speech last night, first of all? Let's start at the last thing that happened. Okay. Like memento. Yeah, and then work our way back. Let's piece together the <laughs> night. Um, I thought the concession speech was bizarre. He was like... Because he didn't concede. He, did. <laughs> he was so happy and everyone in the room was so happy. Yeah. And I couldn't understand what was happening. I kept... Because democracy had happened. Mm-hmm. They're happy that democracy happened, even though they lost. Well, look, I, I, can't, I can't actually remember that much of the concession speech. That's not surprising. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I do remember a lot of great names last oh, night. Oh, yeah. That was the highlight of the whole election, mm-hmm. I think. Is mm. finding out 
the names of some of these candidates. For example, Darren Cheeseman in Karangamite. Yeah. And I have been saying Cheesy Might Scroll. It's never gotten a reaction. <laughs> But I keep saying it uh, because... You made yourself laugh for so I know. long. <laughs> I think it's really funny. And, I still, and you know what? This will be the judge of it. I, I bet after this episode's release, I'll get a million letters that are like, that's hilarious. Someone, SNL is going to call you and be like, can we use that yeah. joke? Yeah, in, in our huge special that we're doing about the Australian election. Yeah, John yeah. Stewart's People super care about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you haven't talked about the best name of the night yet. The best mm. name of the night? But the, pup, the best name of the name. The yeah. pup candidates had the greatest names. They did. Now, was one of the pop, pup candidates, was, was that she, she or he, an independent, um, Captain Quinton von Stieglitz? <laughs> that was one of my favourites. <laughs> I think... That was a running theme through the night, though, that mm-hmm. all the pub candidates had, like, a crazy name. Do you, here's, here's an important thing. Do you think they actually existed? I don't have any evidence oh. that Kitten Snape's a real... Oh, shit, I've just ruined it. Okay, so the pub candidate called Kitten Snape. Kitty Snape. Kitten Snape. Kitten Snape. Kitty Snape to her friends, sure. <laughs> Didn't realise you two are close. Yeah, I love Kitty Snape. Mm-hmm. These names have come directly from the tombstones of the Pet Cemetery. <laughs> They've just, Clive Palmer has gone to a cemetery. He's like trying to find some candidates. And he's just written down pet names. Of course. Because it was crazy how many oh, yeah. weird names there were. Mm-hmm. But Kitty, Kitten Kitten Snape, Snape took the cake. Do you think that's a real name? And the saucer of milk. <laughs> just below the cake. Because it wouldn't think- have been, like, Snape as a surname wouldn't have been weird before Harry Potter. No. It's very normal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Snape down the road. Maybe, you know, like before Harry Potter, it would have been considered like a nice surname, like a Thompson or something. Yeah. Like. I hope it's her real name, though. It's definitely her real name. I'm just piecing, I'm just looking over my memento body, all the things I've scrawled <laughs> on my arms. If you could please look on my back. What does that say? Right down the bottom. Like right down the bottom. I'm not looking. Please look. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, I think I should... I, okay, so it says, um, this is all theatre of the mind. It's amazing. Tyson is really impressed. Tyson does it. Tyson, you do a theatre podcast. Um, yes. what would you, what do you make of the theatre of the mind that we do on this podcast sometimes? Um, yeah, it's, it's internal. I'd say it's what, what you, you laugh as internal. Yeah. yeah. Tyson isn't a bit outward do not, laughter. Do not take internally, I'd say. Yeah. No. You're not an outward laugher, really. Nobody would be taking mm. anything internally anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what country are you in now? Internally, how... your foot? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to a, ruin this. I'm having a fit. <laughs> I had too much tequila. And you I'm... did have a lot of tequila <clears throat> last night. Um, yeah. I believe Tarson was talking before about every kind of break in conversation was you saying to your lovely partner, <laughs> Becky, you were saying, oh, just get a bit more tequila. <laughs> it's full of lime. It's full of ice and lime. It was, it was a company with a tap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, look who's doing theatre of the mind now. This is impressive. He brings his own sort of effects. You should do like somebody traipsing through sand. Can you do a horse? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not in this state. Did Corey Bernardi get back in last night? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think there's a a few that are up in the air. Is he the guy who had the big wild party with the sunglasses? (laughs) Yes. Party boy Corey. Corey Bernardi. Good I like that. Um, I really hope he didn't. And we're all hanging out to see if Pauline, Pauline, and Sophie Mirabella, 
a dynamic duo. <laughs> like they, were they running on a combined ticket? Yeah, it's like Batman and Robin, but it's awesome. Mirabella Pauline and Sophie. Yeah, I like to see their costumes. And yeah. I, that's that makes sense now because that explains uh, Amanda Vanstone's costume last night. She's one of the villains. <laughs> Let's talk about Amanda Vanstone's shirt last night. So where was she on? Was she on? Um, she was on channel nine. 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 Okay. They had nine panelists and two women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was good. Now Amanda Vanstone was wearing a shirt. Have we decided where it would have come from yet? Spotlight. Spotlight. She made her mm. own. Millers. Millers Fashion <laughs> Warehouse. Correct. That's where teachers shop. Yeah. yeah. I think she made her own. I think she goes to Spotlight and she goes, that one. And she points <laughs> it like whatever's the loudest fucking fabric in that whole shop. And she's just like, just poured it on me. She takes in a blind person and whichever one they can see. <laughs> yeah, whatever one they can <laughs> feel out. <laughs> she picks that one. She was wearing, how would you describe it? I'm going to describe it as an atrium, a beautiful atrium of tropical fish. Isn't uh, an atrium for birds? Yeah. An aquarium for fish? Yeah, this um, is. Sure. <laughs> but what I'm saying, Tyson, um, when you come on, when you come on Bring a Play, I don't know how it works on Stage Door Podcast, but anything I say, even if it's wrong, is automatically now correct. Don't worry, no one will hear this anyway. It'll be cut out. It'll definitely be cut out. I cut out most other people talking. Um, <laughs> I thought it looked more like if you go to Vegas and you pull the one arm slot machine. <laughs> And it goes bing, bing, oh, bing, yes. like the cherries or the lemons. <laughs> and she was about fish. coins were about to come out of her mouth. Like, okay. Anyway, we're all a winner. Is Everyone's a winning. Everyone pays out when they look at Amanda Vanstone. Yes. What did you think of the coverage? Because we flicked over a bit between the three well, major. It's funny because I, I didn't notice some of the things that were going on in, in the last night's coverage until this morning. And I was watching Insiders this morning and I noticed that Channel – Nine's coverage when a city member was booted out of their seat. What they do is very subtle and very kind. Really, it was just super. You know, they didn't want to do something too ridiculous. So what they did is they'd have a conveyor belt to bring around a photo of the city member, and then if they got kicked out, it would the photo would be released, and the photo would fall into a animation <laughs> below of a a tank with a shark in it. What? That was circling around. 100% true. How did we miss that? I don't know. Well, I was too busy looking at Amanda Vance. You're too busy shirt. looking at your tequila. I mean, like, <laughs> I wonder if I can fit more into that. <laughs> that's, that's classy, though. It is classy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> because everyone knows if you lose your seat, you get eaten by a shark. Yeah, that's what that's people don't That's actually what happens. Mm-hmm. That's how the Australian shark get, sharks get fed. Mm-hmm. Favourite moment of the night? Do you have one? When the you... end, when we went to bed, <laughs> I had a favourite moment. What was it? Yeah. it was it was when was it um, my jokes. Uh, yeah, it was it was when Abbott adopted a new temporary son for a few moments. <laughs> oh, yes, which just goes to show if you're holding a clipboard, you can go anywhere, anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. You just have to look like you're meant to belong. Mm. Um, so in case you missed it, that. When Tony Abbott brought up his daughters and Margie. His daughters who are very normal and they're all wearing white. And there was a guy standing there and he was like clapping and looked happy and he yeah. had a clipboard. He did look a bit deranged in <laughs> retrospect. Yeah. yeah. Looking back on it, he had a bit of a shine <laughs> happening. <laughs> you heard him cocking his gun in the background. It was, it was fine. And Normal. he was just clapping and then I didn't notice anyone giving him any weird looks or no. anything. But then I, I initially thought that he'd tripped over because he like knocked a flag down. 
Um, but it turns out that people tackled him yeah. away. And then some of the stills have like the daughters like with scared looks on their faces or Tony like giving him side eye when he's standing there. You know, the, the thing that gave it away was that he wasn't touching Tony enough. Oh yeah, That's everyone else had his hands all over him. He was like, him. he was like, somebody's not touching me. This can't be my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a man power, like, you know how man power when all the photos they take, the women just put their hands all over Ooh. their chest. <laughs> It's like how many they're... times have you been to Manpower? Just like... uh, uh, six or seven. No, I've never been to Manpower. I was invited to go on Studs Afloat, <laughs> which is <laughs> one of my friends is having her hen's party uh-huh. on Studs Afloat, which Great. is a cruise from Sydney. Oh, that then you're trapped on a boat with strippers yeah. and lots of women drinking alcohol, mm-hmm. and alcohol is included in the price. So it's going to be good. And I said, no, thank you. Oh. <laughs> I love, um, I don't like you enough to go on that. Well, I think you're going to regret it now because I don't know if you know this, but you will have to get husband in oh. six months time. It's going to be like V for Vendetta. And like, I'm not, I'm not pressuring you or anything, but <laughs> you know, I do have a second bedroom. <laughs> we wouldn't even have to sleep in the same bed. We do our podcast so conveniently. Yeah. Uh, Wake you up in the middle of Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, get up. I've got a question to ask you. <laughs> I would definitely um, go to Bunnings, get a Oh, few... no. Sorry. <laughs> women can't go to Bunnings anymore. This is fun. What are you not no, understanding about there Australia? Is an, there is an exception. You're allowed to go and get the gift cards. Oh, of course. For your <laughs> husband's boys, Father's Day. Well, yeah. I'm going to start an underground railway <laughs> for, lesbians. for lesbians to get to Bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to, I'm going to be a national hero <laughs> in 50 or like 150 years time. My great, great, great granddaughter on who do you think you are? Cause she's going to be a celebrity. Yeah. Is going to learn about what a hero I was, underground railway. And anyway, at the end of that will be some padlocks to put on my door so that you can't open it. Do you think maybe you should prioritize the padlocks and do that before you do the railway? Just in case the railway doesn't pan out. It's going to pan out. Do you know what happens with that? So you've got your underground railway to go to Bunnings for lesbians. Mm -hmm. There's a similar thing for gays to go to Spotlight, but Amanda Vanstone is guarding the doors. (laughs) This is all mine. (laughs) You had to do good for too long. Is that your Amanda Vanstone? Please, I'm not sexist. That's why when she's very angry (laughs) and also when she's in the mood. Hey, I'm just going to go... For Away. a little break, um, <laughs> okay. because I need to vomit in the toilet, but we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, anyway. Hi, I'm Julie Bishop, the Deputy Leader of the Opposition. We're in the middle of an election campaign, but I couldn't resist the opportunity to come on and host Rage. I've selected a number of songs, but one of my favourites would have to be from Madonna. Now that is girl power. Okay, Beck, we're back. And Tyson, we're oh. back as well. You're here as well. Still. Yes. No, guys, there's a couple of cans of, uh, of Cole's cola in there. If you want to take them home, because I, really, I need to get the Esky back. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Esky home. We can discuss this later. Okay. Um, I really need one. And what for? For my children. I did want to talk about sort of the week... Sorry. Uh, What's going on with so you today? <laughs> I'm still drunk. Uh, Wouldn't surprise I me. thought we'd talk about uh, the week leading up to the campaign and probably one of the most interesting moments of the campaign 
happened, you know, on the Monday before the election, which was Q and finish this sentence. A. That's Fonzie. Oh, shit. Um, so I want to talk about the question that came sort of towards the end of the episode. It was a pretty stock standard episode with uh, one guest on Q&A, which was the, it was the then Prime Minister Kevin Rudd, and he was uh, getting questions from the audience, and a man stood up in a kind of like a Rocky t-shirt, would you say? Like a kind of cool, like he'd just gone to like a silver chair show. Silver people chair. still listen to silver chair? Powderfinger. <laughs> Powderfinger. Killing Heidi. The Saints. <laughs> Okay, I know bands. Yeah. Tyson, what's your favourite current band? <laughs> um, uh, the Patti Lapone Five. Oh, <laughs> I love them. Yeah. yeah. Towards the end of the episode, Kevin got a question from uh, Pastor Matt Prater. Prater? 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 Mm, who cares? Anyway, Predator. Pastor Matt. Predator. Yeah. Prater. 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 He stood up and asked a question about gay marriage, and you won't believe it, but he was anti-gay marriage. What? Because families. Yeah, children. Mm. He got up and asked this question, and yeah, basically Kevin shot him down. The video went viral. Um, everyone's tweeting about it. Everyone's writing about it. People called it his West Wing moment, a reference I didn't really get and never care to get. because I'm Well, not the thing that shit. annoyed me is they're saying, there was an article saying, oh, he stole this from West Wing because on West Wing, the president says basically like, well, what about this passage of the Bible where sh- you can't eat shellfish? And so they're saying that he stole it from that. I'm like, but that's just a normal person's response to that yeah. argument is to say, well, so he was just saying a logical argument. Anyway, West Wing is great. Are calling a regular person? <laughs> but here's I the would thing never. About West Wing fans. One, firstly. They, they won. Yeah, they won. <laughs> West Wing fans can't wait to tell you that they are West Wing fans. They will not keep it quiet. Nobody's a West Wing fan and then doesn't say it. <laughs> Number two. I'm a West Wing fan. Me too. Okay. Number two, they always say, that was from West Wing. It's like, like Aaron Sorkin invented language. Like you could be watching a movie with a West Wing fan where somebody walks into the room and is like, hey, mom, I'm home. And they'll be like, oh, stolen from West Wing. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin did not invent language, and I'm going to fucking argue he's destroying language. This isn't a debate. My time <laughs> starts now. <laughs> ding, ding. More Foley. But it's the people watching um, Newsroom that... Mm, newsroom. Newsroom. The Newsroom. Because nobody likes Newsroom. Did you know the Newsroom invented news? Aaron Sorkin <laughs> invented news. That wasn't a thing before the Newsroom. <laughs> Um, the best thing about Pastor Matt is we went online, uh, actually a friend of mine went online and found this, uh, song. Cause he's a he's Christian a, radio host. He's as a Christian well. radio host. The best kind of radio. And like a lot of great radio hosts, sometimes he likes to record parody songs. Live. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean live? Live. Live. Yeah. He didn't record it. Oh, live. Oh, live. That's a pro-life parody song. (laughs) Desiree. Desiree versus Wade. Do you know when Desiree... 
Are you happy that there's someone here to high five with now? Because we are hopeless at high fiving this way. We always always. We got it that time. That was good. Anyway, Um, do you know that Desiree's life? By the way, just as a side note, um, when she says, um, uh, "I'd rather have a piece of toast and watch the evening news," Uh, she stole that from Aaron Sorkin. (laughs) Anyway, Pastor Matt did a parody song of "We Didn't Start the Fire" by Billy Joel. Now, I just want to play a little bit of it for you right now. One man, one woman, exclusion of all other sounds. Right to me, that's how God made it. No need for changes. We need to start a fire, a revival fire, so the world keeps turning. We need revival fire to turn back to God. And what's right, not wrong. Kyle and Jackie O, Tracy Grimshaw, Kashi and Mel, Alan Jones, preaching to the Yeah, but he does it live. That's crazy to me. He does it all live. He's a professional. He's not a professional because he stops about five times and <laughs> yeah, says, hey. oh, I'll start oh. that again. Anyway, I you didn't like my nickname for him. What was your nickname for him? Weird Al Yankovica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> As this podcast slowly goes downhill, I thought, let's just take it a little further down. And... Are you trying to, to seduce us? <laughs> yeah. So I've just held up a coffee cup and it is filled with chloroform. <laughs> drink this. Yeah. Is that how chloroform works? This you drink nice. it? Yeah, you drink chloroform. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll do the job anyway. Yeah. It probably will. I thought we'd play a game. We've got a game. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've everyone, got game. Yeah, we've got game. <laughs> we all know of the game. And I'm not going to make you play. Just fucking relax. We all know okay. of the game. Uh Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> and I thought, no, 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 no. I said, I said to myself, uh, we should do, you know, do something similar. But I said, there's something disgusting in that that we really should rectify. So we're going to play Fuck Mary Gypsy, <laughs> which is a game I invented on the bus and was like, fine, let's do that. What is it? So since Tyson's here and uh, I know he covered off on the Gypsy with Carolyn O'Connor mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the production company's production mm-hmm. yep. uh, at the Arts Centre, what, when was it? June, July, yeah, August, September? September? Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> I thought we could play that but an election-themed version, which is where you pick out three names from this coffee cup of chloroform and you have to tell me which one you would Fuck, or you can say friend if you are Christian. Christian, like we are. You can say who you'd marry and who you think would make the best gypsy. <laughs> gypsy or Mama Rose? Sorry, Mama Rose. Okay. Oh, God, what am oh. I thinking? All corrected. Who plays that? Is that Bette Midler? Yes. Okay, good. Or um, Rosalind Russell. Rosalind Russell. Okay, but I know Bette Midler, so I'll just mm-hmm. go with that. Okay. Okay. So who wants to pick? go first? Tyson can go first. He's oh, a guest. Okay. Tyson, so I, want three names. I want you to pick out three names from this coffee cup. Okay, we, okay read out the just... first name first. All right, oh. okay. First name, Jenny Macklin. Jenny Macklin, Ooh. former Indigenous Affairs okay. Minister. Next name. Do you want to hear that? Yep. Yeah, Russell, Ooh. Russell. FX. Just one. <laughs> Kevin Andrews. Kevin Andrews. <laughs> New, new to be families minister. Oh. Uh, I'm, I've pulled a bit of a coup here. What is uh, it? Julie Bishop. Oh, oh shit. shit. Okay. Well, so you've got one so you've got the fuck two pit. ladies. 
This is an amazing threesome. So we've got Julie Bishop, we've got Kevin Andrews, and we've got Jenny Macklin. Tyson Armstrong, fuck, marry, gypsy. All right. Uh... And you can't just fuck all of them. I know you want to. <laughs> as much as you've got the urge. Friend, mm, sorry. Mm, mm, Friend. Mm. Friends and marriages. Um, all right. Let's go for... Mm. Ooh, go um, with fuck first. Okay, fuck first. All right, I'm going to go for uh, for Jenny Macklin. Yeah. That's surprising. That makes sense to me, actually. It, does, it makes sense to me. Not to me. <laughs> no? Mm, doesn't seem your type. Well, uh, I pulled her out and not you. So <laughs> this is not really your decision, is it? What's the next category? Marry. 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 Well, I'd have to marry Kevin Andrews. Although in uh, this country, mm-hmm. not allowed. Uh, well, I might have to go to New Zealand, but... Kevin Andrews. Kevin Andrews. Good choice. He'd be a rely- – you know he's not going to cheat on you, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leaves the most the magnificent <laughs> option. Now, we all saw that blue outfit that <laughs> that Julie was wearing last night. Do you think it was a satin bedspread that she just draped over herself? Um, I, I checked the tag and it was 400 thread count. <laughs> she- Beautiful. <laughs> She basically had a dancers ready to go last night. Too. She did. They're all in blue. People got at me for being for saying stuff about her You're look. You're not allowed to say how she looks. But if, but she looks like a monster. If <laughs> um, but can I borrow your phone? I just need to tweet to Julie Bush Bishop and get her to do a, a little YouTube video of her doing something. That would some be people. amazing. I think she's the best one in the whole Scrap cup. Scrapbooks full of Julie in the background. <laughs> Anyway. That was wonderful. All right, my turn. I'm going to keep the little Julie Bishop slip. Are you for later? Put it in your pocket. Oh, are you next, are you? Okay, fine. Yeah, I am next. Let's save the best for last. You get whatever's left. You get the drinks. Warren Trust. Oh. Trust. Trust, 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 trust. Bronwyn Bishop. Oh. This is going to be hard. Something's going to be hard. Said Warren Trust. (laughs) Clive. Palmer. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So fuck first, as we've established. Oh my god. Who? Do you know what? Bronwyn Bishop. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm going out of the box. Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going off the box for the rest of your life. Okay. This is hard because I think Clive Palmer and Gypsy would be a revelation. As Mama Rose. Yeah. You know he doesn't get to play Mr. Goldstone. <laughs> no. However, Clive Palmer has the money. <laughs> he had the money. <laughs> Not since Kevin Rudd has a colloquialism been delivered so successfully. <laughs> and we would have a beautiful dinosaur wedding. Oh, my God. Cruise honeymoon on the you, Titanic. You in the Laura Dern. We've established it's the a cargo, skirting. <laughs> the cargo. So that means Gypsy is Warren Truss. I can see that, actually. Mama Rose, that's a good one. Gosh. All right. All right. I would marry Clive Palmer. Hold up above your head. (sighs) Hold up above your head. Here we go. God, I'm really hoping for Kevin Andrews again. (laughs) Um, Ooh, Kate Ellis. Oh, damn it. I actually put in some sexy people. Yeah, I wanted her. Christopher Pine. (laughs) I feel an impersonation coming on. What are you talking about? How dare you? <laughs> hey, Christopher, what are you doing here at the Labour Party headquarters? He's okay, come to last gloat. One. Easy like Anthony Albanese. Oh, that's a hard one. You get some good O's. I've got some good O's. <laughs> One's already sticking out to me as someone I'd really like to fuck. 
<laughs> Did you see that picture of Young Elbow? Young Elbow, yeah. He's a babe. Um, okay. He um, is. He was. He has sort of unkept hair. Yeah, but people like that. It's like the Do grunge they? look. Elbow's a nice guy. He is a nice guy, yeah. which is why I'm choosing to fuck Anthony oh, Albanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs music in this show? And I don't think this is going to surprise anyone. I'd like to marry Kate Ellis. Is it because she's a woman and can do because housework? Because by default, that means Christopher Pine is playing Mama Rose. <laughs> and that is the best casting. Rob Marshall would be furious that somebody had casted something so well. Can you do Chris Pine singing as Mama um, Rose? Have an egg roll, Albanese. <laughs> I think you've got to run because they're actually doing the ballot for the new Labour leadership. Yeah, someone's so. written me in. It's oh, really shit. awkward. I didn't want all Twitter this attention. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's been retweeted a million times, oh, so amazing. I've got to go. Okay. You know, Rupert Murdoch's wife, Wendy Dung, is a Chinese spy, and that's been right across, across the world. She's what? been spying on Rupert for years, giving money back to Chinese intelligence. Beck, we're back. How did you go? Um, I guess we'll find out later in the oh. Channel 9 News. Oh, somebody <laughs> did an interview. <laughs> We do have one regular segment back, which is not lesbian news. You're welcome. It is our movie review. Yes. And this week we chose... In theme. In theme, <laughs> the 1998 <Eight>. disaster film. <laughs> Armageddon. <laughs> Would you care to explain, or you, Tyson, what it's about? Because I, I don't remember. I, I vividly remember uh, Bruce Willis having at least twelve emotional conversations with different members of his family, mm-hmm. or soon-to-be family. Mm-hmm. Tyson, is this you describing the plot, which is what I asked you to do? For okay, so sake? it's a Michael Bay film. <laughs> yes, you're nice to our guests. Yeah, That's I know. The main thing I, about I, I want more guests to come on, so I thought I'd be really nice to them. Um, I didn't realize it was a Michael Bay film. I don't think, and I hate his movies. I don't know. Uh, sorry, Beck. Is this also you explaining <laughs> <Yes>. the plot? <laughs> okay, it's Michael Bay film. Mm-hmm. About. About. Uh, Bruce Willis runs an oil drilling thing out in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then there starts being asteroids coming down to New York City. <laughs> and please, fucking. Please do it with less energy. This and is too then, exciting. So people are dying. There's a guy with a dog and the mm-hmm. dog survives. So that was good. And then, um, they realize Billy Bob Thornton is there and he's not scared of antiques in this movie, even though he's in real life. <laughs> and, he contains and it. <laughs> he, um, they figure out there's like a giant asteroid hurtling, hurtling towards, towards Earth. It's sick. It's the size of Texas. Mm. So if it hits, it will cause nuclear winter and then the whole world yeah. will be destroyed. And they did say that the one that destroyed the dinosaurs was only like six miles across or yeah, something. And so this one's the size of Texas. So it's bigger. It's really big <laughs> if you didn't yeah. get that. I think it's a big asteroid. Mm-hmm. So. They decide that the best way to stop it hitting Earth is to drill a hole into it mm-hmm. and drop some a nuclear, nuclear. warhead into yeah. it. And instead of sending up... So they're going to do this in space, but instead of training astronauts to drill, they decide to go and get the best driller in the world, which is obviously a thing. And it's fucking Bruce Willis on his stupid thing. And Liv Tyler lives there among He's a single dad. Single dad of beautiful, beautiful Liv Tyler. Well, we'll get to that, yeah. 
And she lives on there with him and 500 other men and no other women. That's not weird. Mm-hmm. And then they train them up to be space guys. Space guys, yeah. And then they send them into space to try to blow up the asteroid. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's great. That I loved really it. was really succinct and I enjoyed it. Yeah, at the beginning of this movie, so we see the asteroid hurling towards Earth. It's some like guy, weird guy who has his, what is he, a freaking astronomer? A crazy astronomer and his wife is Grace Zabriskie. Can we just mention that? I don't know who that is. Tyson Grace Zabriskie? No. Fuck you all, get out of my house. <laughs> um, Grace Zabriskie is fucking just Laura Palmer's mother oh. in Twin Peaks. And I was so excited when I saw her. And then, of course, she didn't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Like then we saw some um, some little bits of the asteroid sort of rocketing down. Were they bits of the asteroid? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they were destroying new parts of New York City. One landed on a cab and it What are all disaster things happen to New York? Because they deserve it. Because <laughs> they're heathens. They do say very early in this movie, it's DEFCON 3. When were the other two DEF conventions? <laughs> That was a good oh note that I wrote God. down. <sighs> we go to the oil rig. Ugh. Bruce is working there. He's doing a man's job for men like you all should be doing, <laughs> except for you. You should be doing a lady's job for a lady. Yep. Like working in spotlight. I will. Oh, this Bunnings business. Now, Liz, Liz, Liz Tyler? Liz Taylor is working <laughs> on the oil rig. <laughs> And her mother has left. Her mother has left. That's established. I don't know what happened to her. Um, and Liv Tyler was very, very beautiful. They're very attractive She looks couple. 12 in this. She looks like she She's could 21. be a stepdaughter. I thought she was 18. Mm-mm. It's 21 when it came Mm-mm. out. I checked so I wouldn't be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It's an avid Australian. Now. You can be as creepy as you want. Speaking of creepy, Steve Buscemi. Oh, my God. God. He was playing it outside of his usual uh, typecast. His he usual James Bond suave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he was he was doing a, an unconvicted pedophile role. Yes. What nice. does this say here, Tyson? What, I, what does it say? Well, what does it say here on my iPhone? Look at my notes. This is good. My, this is good listening, by the way. Mine says in caps, Steve Buscemi is a pedophile. It says pedo. Mine says Steve Buscemi pedo. <laughs> And I would like That's to show you <laughs> my notes. Please leave the bottom one. Is Steve meant to be a pedo? <laughs> you were so not so we sure. All... <laughs> we were definitely. You were definitely. You were I was so like, sure. but you know what? I kind of thought he was fatherly. He was like, I taught her how to use Tampax. That was fucking weird. Great. Oh, sorry. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Every scene that's not in space is him being like, how old are you? I didn't know how old she was, like implying that he'd have sex with all these underage women. Mm-hmm. And then he says about Liv Tyler that he took her to get tampons and she didn't tell him how old she was or something. She's mm. a fucking creep. Why do you need that? Oh, God, I hate Michael Bay. Michael Bay groups the women in this movie into three very definite groups. We've got hot ladies, mm-hmm. we've got bitches, mm-hmm. and then the third category, hot bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you think Liv Tyler? I think she's just hot. She's yeah, just hot. She's, she's a bitch. She's the... Grace Zabriskie's a bitch. And then the woman, the sole woman that goes with them to space is a hot bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all really appropriate. Like Owen Wilson is like, am I the only one? Do, do your act. Do your act. Am I the only one? I didn't realise Owen Wilson was here. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, I didn't... 
sounds sounds like a a, a Jewish dog whistling. He does. Anyway, they all make really inappropriate comments about the one astronaut that is a lady who also you're about to go, there's a day until the world ends. Keep it in your fucking pants, Owen Wilson. Um, I do want to say that as the uh, world finds out, because the world finds out about this asteroid hurling towards us. Because fucking Steve Buscemi blabs his pedo mouth. Is that him who does it? Somebody mm. does I wasn't it. Watching they Willow. find out, uh, and they go all to the, all the different countries across <laughs> the world as they're kind of finding out, and and it's like the biggest stereotypes ever. So like this random Asia, someone's got a huge pot in the background, <laughs> and like there's an animal carcass. And, French, there's like, like in Italy, there's someone on a moped, <laughs> and in France, there's a man holding a baguette as he finds out. And oh no! <laughs> but the there is a point in the movie where all of Paris is destroyed. I did want to talk about that. So all of Paris does get blown up. Nobody gives a fuck mm-hmm. about it. That's got to be millions of people. How many people are in Paris? And they're like, yay! Like. Nobody gives a shit about it. It gets absolutely obliber- ab- obliber- <laughs> obliterated. I'm losing my brain. I hate so it. So they did go up. Let's just, you know, they, they go up. They blow up the Russian Didn't- space station. Fine. They blow up Paris. Fine. <laughs> they land on the asteroid. whole bunch of people die. Owen Wilson, thank God. It, it has a very tender moment. Yes, I like the end. Now... Ben Affleck is going to be the one who stays behind with the bomb. Someone has to detonate it because they didn't have a backup plan. Yeah. Someone has to actually press the fucking button. Yeah, so That's they have to realistic. die with the with the asteroid being blown up and Ben Affleck decides he's going to be the one. He draws the short straw. What happens, though, is Bruce Willis shoves Ben Affleck back in the uh, spacecraft and he says, I'm going to be the one to stay down here. And they have a very emotional speech. I think you'll find it stay up here. They're in space. Oh, whatever. Oh, out here. <laughs> uh, probably. Tyson, what have I said about correcting me on this podcast? <laughs> he says to him, I always thought of you as a son, for one to lie. I always thought of you as a son, and I'd be damn proud if you were to marry Grace, my daughter. Welcome to Tony Abbott's Australia. <laughs> I did want to share with you some things I did find because... Although you claim to not love it, I think you're actually lying to me. I think you actually really love it. Oh. There are people who genuinely love this movie. No. And they I, also love Transformers, which is an awful movie. I would like you to read out this okay. review. I don't even want these pretend words to come out of my mouth. The title is Hands Down My Favourite Movie of All Time. Definitely, yeah. Author- so I, don't know, I don't know what they're feeling about the film. <laughs> Straight up, I don't know what's going on. Author, Eugene Heo. Okay, check it out. I'm going to be real with all of you. Pardon my slang, but real talk. This movie is awesome. Okay, let me break it down for you. One, amazing cast. Bruce Willis with hair. Ben Affleck. He's sexy. Yeah. Liv Tyler. She's hot. (laughs) Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, all right. Good old scientist dude. (laughs) Owen Wilson, funny man, funny man, and basically everybody is great. Okay, next. Two, the story is super duper good. You will totally be like, oh my God, the world is going to end. What are we going to do? Have no fear. NASA's got your back. Oil drillers. 
Yeah, that's right. Bet you didn't expect that. Oh, but they get the job done, let me tell you. I don't think Harry has ever missed 800 feet, and by God, he's not going to miss this one. No way. You will laugh, you will cry, you will cheer, you will cringe, you will have the time of your life. So watch this movie. Give it the rating 10 out of 10 that it deserves. I think we can all agree that when I say that Armageddon is one of the best movie of all time, Mm -hmm. Step Aside, Titanic, Avatar, Mm -hmm. Casablanca, Mm -hmm. all hail the king of the action drama. I really want to wrap that. That yeah. was a vibe it came. Before Armageddon came along, Casablanca was my favourite action <laughs> drama. Also from our friends over at IMDb, I'm just going to get you to read this movie out. Sure, if you could just sure. tell us the title, who it's by, and then please read the review. The the, the top one? Yep. Top one. Uh, it's called The Ch- the Movie of My Childhood. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Greetings from Lithuania. <laughs> this movie is in my brains. This movie is in my soul. This movie mm-hmm. is in my heart. Yeah. Armageddon is a movie of my childhood. I watched it with my friends for about 20 times 10 years ago. <laughs> Two of my friends have died now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very emotional. Uh, Please it, continue. It goes on. Mm. I, I remembering them when I watched this movie now, mm. it's timeless. Best fun movie ever. And I cry every time I see it. And it's giving me so much tears every time I watch this one. It's just great. Unforgettable piece of the most unrealistic, spectacular popcorn movie ever. Armageddon, you have to see this one. Please give me more of this. (laughs) I would just like to have a big shout out to one of my favourite IMDb reviewers. And he also enjoyed this movie, I think. He did give it 10 stars, but I would like to read the review. His name is xbrad68. He's from St. Catharines, Ontario. Mm, Canadian. Mm-hmm. He says, Armageddon is a decent movie. Bruce Willis has often used to represent American Shadow President Jack Kennedy, while I often represent the sidekicks like Simon from Mercury Rising, or this movie where I represent Ben Affleck's character following... <laughs> Please tell me if you're not following it. Okay. I'll push on then. <laughs> I love Carolyn Kennedy in an unobsessed and platonic way, unlike Ben Affleck's character love for the boss's daughter. <laughs> I conform to the creator's view of the odds in actual or simulated Moonfleet combat, and I am not a maverick. <laughs> Tonight on the television, please, are you following? Please tell me you're I'm, following. I'm crying. With yeah. You're crying because you're following. Yeah. Okay, that's a good indication. <laughs> Tonight on the telephone, my daughter, Julia, in capitals, <laughs> was listing her... Is that her Julia s- Abbott? Yeah, Julia was listing her support network of family and friends. What? Julia was also very happy to find out that her grandma went to Toys R Us to get her the Care Bear... <laughs> To get her the Care Bear Funshine Cub that Julia, in capitals, had prayed to God for while her grandma was unaware that Julia had prayed for the cub to God. Please tell me if you're not following. Okay. I follow that completely, Mm -hmm. that bit. I thought that was interesting, he says. The only nuclear weapons... Okay, this makes sense. There's nuclear weapons in the movie. The only nuclear weapons on heavenly bodies that I am aware of belong to the creator who is in alliance with America and Great Britain. The drastic measures needed to stop global warming that President Kennedy spoke of will be difficult for all nations to come to terms with, but face the problem we all must. Huck is often used as a term for the American shadow vice president and or vice presidents. 
There were two rocks in Moscow because British agents like to get their rocks off in Russia. No offence. That's the end, by the way. <laughs> Nothing after that. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I think that clears it all up. That clears it all up. Why did we even bother talking about this? We should have just read that. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Um, In conclusion, Michael Bay can f off. Oh, sorry, f off. (laughs) I hate him. Geez, I thought we'd lost. Um, Tyson Beck, this week I, I tweeted Andy McDowell mm-hmm. and I asked her, as I, as I'd been asking before her, I, okay, so first off I, I tweeted Diane Keaton, I said, Diane, I said, <laughs> would you consider making a last minute run for Prime Minister? <laughs> and I didn't hear anything back. What and I bitch. tweeted Anthony Albanese, I said, Anthony, I said, she's got the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't hear anything back, so I I tweeted Melissa Joan Hart, and I said, Melissa, I said, <laughs> would you consider making a run for Prime Minister of Australia? So I I didn't hear anything back from Melissa, and I did tweet at Albo, and I said, Albo, she's got the numbers. And finally, on Friday, I or Thursday night, I should say, I, I tweeted uh, Andy McDowell of Green Card fame. You might have seen her in a movie, Will little movie called Green Card. I said, okay, so who do you think Andy McDowell is? Wait a second. <laughs> That's not Andy McDowell. Who is that? They've both got curly hair. That's, um, oh, God. I think it's Andy McDowell. It's not Andy McDowell. Okay. Andy McDowell was never in Goodwill Hunting. It's that uh, other one who was uh, Mini Driver. Oh, same oh, thing. God. Oh, she, she, Mini Driver is not the modern-day equivalent of Andy McDowell. Okay. Okay, <laughs> on with my story. <laughs> So I, I did tweet Andy McDowell and I said, Andy, I said, would you consider making a last minute run for Prime Minister of Australia? And I said, you know what, I don't even care anymore. So then Andy McDowell tweets me at 2 a.m. in the morning. 2 a.m. in the morning. Well, my time. Yeah. probably was, I don't know. It doesn't Lunch. Her. Well, I want to work out the exact time she tweeted. Was me. she eating tuna salad? She or? was. She was yeah. just flicking her hair in front of the mirror. And she tweets me at Peter Taggart, 2.55 a.m. my time. She says, odd on purpose, question mark. Peace and good luck with what you do care about, smiley face. (laughs) Now, what's been troubling me about this, Beck, is do you think that Andy McDowell thinks I am weird Twitter? You know the whole concept of weird Twitter? Yeah, but... I don't. I am don't I think, weird Twitter now? No, I don't. Because Annie think, McDowell thinks I am, and she's verified. I'm not fucking verified. I don't think she knows what weird Twitter is. She just thinks you're weird on Twitter. I think she thinks I'm weird. Twitter. She doesn't know what weird Twitter if somebody is. Explains, Tyson, do you know what weird Twitter is? No, I don't is? know what weird See? Twitter is. You're like the Annie McDowell of this show <laughs> right now. He does have luscious brunette cr- curls. Yeah, please don't talk about somebody else's he, hair on my show. <laughs> Peace and goodwill to both of you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't agree with weird Twitter. I like weird Twitter. I do. I want to explain you... it. Okay, you explain no, it. No, you explain it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like... I'll explain it. I like it. I just think there should be no barrier between weird Twitter and Twitter. Is there a barrier? Yes. Because some people... I sometimes do... It's basically these people that do like... Uh, I can't remember the famous ones, like Johnny's son or something like that. 
and his jokes are all like it's all misspelled and it's all like absurdist okay. kind of jokes. Okay. And I don't have any examples because that would require being prepared. Mm. Um, but I just think there shouldn't be a barrier because sometimes I want to make a dumb joke like that. Don't worry, mate. You make plenty of dumb jokes. <laughs> don't don't be concerned about it. No, jokes it. that don't make sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Annie McDowell thinks I'm weird Twitter. In conclusion. No, she doesn't think about why would it you, Why would she respond if she thought you were weird Twitter? I think, no, but I think this is her first encounter with weird Twitter. But then how could she possibly know what it is? Yeah. Look, I haven't <laughs> thought this through enough. All I'm saying is Andy McDowell How do you like and them I apples? are best friends. Uh, we'll probably be in a movie together Is Andy together McDowell soon. in Groundhog Day? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. yes. <laughs> Woo. I love that movie. I was trying to think yeah. of who that was. Okay. She plays the groundhog. Yeah. yeah. If Andy two McDowell more months sees of her shadow. She, tw- she tweeted you two more months of winter. I'm and you weird. tweeted back, odd on purpose. Odd on purpose. Andy McDowell. <laughs> All this winter's caused by you. <laughs> so we did see a production um, on Friday night. I think you were most impressed by it because you have not stopped tapping your feet and singing the song. What was it? We went to see a little show called Bat Boy. Yes. <laughs> Bat Boy starring Wyatt Roy. No, I wish. He'd make a good Bat Boy. He would make a good Bat Boy. Um, it wasn't about Batman's son no. as I assumed it was. Mm. Tyson was the only one who was familiar with it mm. before we went. How impressed were you by the University of Queensland's it was underground underground production, production at yeah. UQ? Um, I thought the seats were lovely. Yeah, the lighting, the pretty good. They they were on. Mm-hmm. Um, Lights were on. The roof, <laughs> no leaks. So it was good. Is what you're saying? It was good, Tyson. It was <laughs> very great. solid. Very the best solid. You've yeah. seen. Probably the best production of the show that I've seen, mm-hmm. having not seen it before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. How did you feel about the music in the show? Mm. Uh, the way it was performed? Just in general. In because general. we aren't experts. And so if yeah. the music was being played, unless it was really atrocious, I probably wouldn't have noticed. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't want to say too many bad things. These are the students. Yeah. But, uh, there was a couple of standouts. Yeah. yeah. I felt uh, the the woman who you stalked, who, who mm-hmm. played um, uh, the mother, Meredith yes. Parker. Lisa Wilkinson. Yep. Sally Field. Lisa Wilkinson. Um, uh, I can't remember. She was a standout. She was really good. Hey, you um, guys, did you see Benedict Cumberbatch in the chorus? No, I didn't, Tyson, That's because funny. he wasn't there. That's because This has there. been an ongoing dispute. There. there was a very tall... He looks about six foot four. I think you can say he looks 16. No. He does look 16. I was going to say that I know he's six foot four because I stalked his... <laughs> House? No. I measured him while he's asleep. <laughs> Um, uh, no, I, he has his little artist resume on there because I wanted to find, because Tyson thinks he looked a lot like Benedict Cumberbatch. I know. I don't know. Okay. So I don't know who Tyson thinks Benedict Cumberbatch is that he thinks. Can he I just like. say, I asked Benedict Cumberbatch expert, Amy Gray on Twitter. Okay. She sided with Tyson. Oh yeah. And I have to say. She, she's a seeing woman, is she? She can, <laughs> she can see. She's not using Braille Twitter. I love, uh, I know. Love um, Twitter. Do you know Andy McDowell thinks I'm Braille Twitter? <laughs> I just got a tweet from Roddy McDowell and he really liked that joke. 
Now, you later found a photo of Bat Boy. A couple of photos. A couple of photos. Let's say a scrapbook of photos that you have now. Stumbled upon. Under your bed. Yep. You've copied them all out. You've carefully put them under a sheet of plastic. <laughs> I'm doing some the craft um, spells yeah. on it. <laughs> Do you know in, in – um, like Dolly and, you know, those teen magazines. Oh, absolutely. I they know, used to yeah. have, sometimes they would have like spells mm-hmm. for you to make a boy fall in love with you. Yeah. And did it work? <laughs> Obviously. Okay. I think it, I think it did something wrong. <laughs> I think I did something wrong. <laughs> Somewhere along the way. <laughs> like something. I think I put some new Tim and meant to be eyes or something. <laughs> but I will say, he didn't look Anything in those photos that you sent me, this is Bat Boy, the man who played Bat Boy. Let's call him uh, Je- pho- Boy. photogenic McGay <laughs> face. No, he didn't have a gay no, face. That's very unfair masculine. to him. He was very masculine. Listen. Except on stage and in his performance. Um, he, I don't know if you know, but he wasn't playing himself. He's playing a Bat Boy. So, what? of course, he doesn't look like uh. himself. Did you see how big his feet were? No. In the wheelbarrow when he's had his feet hanging over? You know what they say about Bat Boy with big feet? Big wingspan. Big wingspan. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. <laughs> Lots of bats. Yeah. Hmm? yeah, it was fine. It was a fun night out. It was a fun night out. Yeah. Um, we learned a lot about that chorus of people in their tights that we never wanted to know about. Mm-hmm. What's it called? What's the opposite of a camel toe, like for men? It's a moose knuckle. Is that right? How did I know that so quickly? I don't know. That's what it is. It's That's a moose your knuckle. fetish is yeah. moose knuckles. Well, I saw a lot of moose knuckles that night. Mm-hmm. So, it's like northern exposure up in there. <laughs> it's exactly what it's like. That's on their um, poster. <laughs> and on that cheery note, let's have another break. Okay. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. You would cry too if it happened to you. Beck, we're still here, Tyson. I've almost got the fucking esky for you. Jesus Christ. Get off his back. I just want to get, like, it's like a $15 fine. Mm. We get back late. What, the esky? Yeah. You've hired the esky? Why don't you buy an esky? Tyson's a visitor to our state. I'll get it, I'll get it sorted out for the next three years. Yeah, please do. I'm so depressed. Oh, mate, get over no, it. No, I won't get over it's it. It's going to be fine. It's not. It is going to be not. fine. The um, sun rose again this morning, didn't it? Except for the fact, do you know how our new Prime Minister is? Who? Tony Abbott. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's about it for this week. We're going to have a normal episode next time around. But yes. Tyson, you yes. won't be here. You'll have to I come back it. for it. Oh, Come no, back to no, Queensland. No. no, no, no. He's no. never coming back. No. You can follow Tyson at... On Twitter. He's at Tyson Armstrong. Armstrong. Tyson Armstrong. <laughs> Yeah. You can follow me at Brockle Snitch. And you can follow me at Peter Taggart, which is also my name. And also follow Stage Door Pod. That's right. Mm-hmm. And listen to Stage Door Podcast. Yes, it's good. It yeah. is really I've good. I've listened many times. The only musical theatre I've seen in the last five years is Bat Boy. And I listen to it and I very much enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And it's Tyson and his co-host at Jelly Jellyfish. Mm-hmm. And they make a wonderful team. They do make a wonderful team. They're really nice to each other. I know. That's it's one very of the different. Major differences. It's the opposite they to have our respect podcast. For each other it's researched. They yeah. go to see things. They don't do podcasts that they haven't prepared for and just call them special episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
They have good equipment. They're yeah. nice to each other. So if you want the opposite of this, listen to Stage Door Podcast. Yeah. I recommend it. Okay. God, I'm so angry right now. You know what we need? <laughs> and I want everyone left here to join in. Jess Rudd, wake up. <laughs> because you know what we need. One. One, two, three, four. We need revival fire. fire. It, it was always turning, turning and the world is burning. burning. We, we need revival fire. Hold me, bad boy. <laughs> Hold me, bad boy. Touch me, bad boy. Track is like the bad breath. My grandma thought the poetry cheap like a hotel. Track is like half man, half a raisin. Yo, yo, yo.